0: This is Rush to Reason.
1: You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first.
2: You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same and there's a big
0: difference.
3: Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me.
4: Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind?
0: It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five.
5: Happy Monday, everybody! Rush to reason, Denver's afternoon rush. KLZ five sixty. Thanks for joining us. I say that every day, but I really appreciate that very much because without all of you listening, there would be no reason to be here. So I am very thankful that you're all listening. Myself, Charlie Grimes, your engineer, of course. The ladies from K and R, both here as well, Cat and Robin. Thank you, ladies.
6: You're welcome. You're
7: very everybody welcome. Everybody,
5: good today? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's kind of everybody's I'm the, just peachy. I'm the, sigh, I'm the sigh of relief as well. It's like okay. It's been but a, it's
8: Monday. Yeah, It's been a crazy <laughs>
5: Monday already. Yes. Okay. Impossible question from Friday was: Name the Hollywood Scarlet, or sorry, Starlet, not Scarlet, Starlet, who has been dubbed the mother of Wi-Fi. Which I didn't know this answer. Heidi Lamar. Did you know that, Charlie?
6: Heidi Lamar. Heidi.
5: Heidi. Heidi. Not Heidi. Heidi. I don't Hedy know. Heidi Lamar. Why do I not know who that is?
6: She was because you're too young, I think. <laughs>
5: Okay, because I guess I'm... They say I'm too young. I I don't think I'm very young anymore, but I'll take that. I didn't know who it was. Uh I just kept silent. (laughs) I have no idea. So there you go. Charlie, we
6: can't answer those anymore.
5: (laughs) She was the inventor. All right. The impossible question today. How much time on average do people in India spend reading per week, and how does it compare to other countries? Okay. I will tell you this really quick. This is the hint. They're number one.
8: Yeah, I would have thought they read a lot more than They're we do. They're number
5: one. So, yeah. how much on average do people in India read per week? Answer that on the rushtoreason dot com website. I'm guessing um, they. I don't know. I don't know why they would read. Why do they read more than we do? Do you have an answer for that, Kat?
8: I think it's probably the demographics, isn't it? Because it's a lower income. It's a poorer country, isn't it than ours? I mean, I think there's a lot of intelligent people there who are into very. Computer software very. and everything else yes. and, and quite frankly i think a lot of uh, industry is going to start moving there i mean they're talking about apple pulling out of india and going and manufacturing there as well as uh one other of china going is it, there is yeah. it yeah no, that's true as well good point um so i mean that they want to stay ahead of the curve and capture all that business i mean th- and i think they're very industrious as well you know
5: can't argue that no i think you're right um, okay, so speaking of all of that, and some of that does dovetail into the real estate end of things, mainly because we're also in sort of a new age, although I want to be careful when I say this, because I think some of this for some companies isn't what it was. And that's the whole work from home, you can live wherever you want to, and so on. And I think that's true to a point, although there's been some pullback from some companies saying, hey, time out, you got to at least be in here two or three days a week, that will and could affect somebody trying to work from home, Right.
8: I Absolutely. agree. I agree. I think a lot of people during COVID, they moved out to what we call the burbs uh, to have extra room and bigger housing so they can work from home in the offices. And I think those companies are now just saying, hey, you got to come back to work at least a couple of days a week. And, uh, you know, because I think even though you can do a lot of stuff from home, I, I think it's not the same. No. And I think sometimes you need to be face to face. with colleagues I and agree talk with you 100 percent. It's like and, it's like here yeah. now.
5: There's something about the collaboration and facial expressions and body language and so on that I don't care what anybody says. You don't get that even on a Zoom call. It's just not the same. I agree.
8: And there are distractions at home, let's face it. Oh, a
5: lot. Trust me, I've done done it from home now for, gosh, uh, an easy 15 years where I've had really what I do and all the different things I'm involved in. I've done from home for a very long time. And I will tell you, initially, especially even for me, and I'm very, very self-disciplined, as you guys know, it was just, okay, I'm going to be doing X, leave me be. Mm -hmm. And it took a while for that to even get understood, even among family members and the like, to where they understood. And also, I will tell you this, doing that when no one else is home Mm -hmm. and you're alone is a different world as well, because there's no one to talk to. Yeah. Well, now, maybe
8: the dog or something, the
5: dog. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, and and that's that's something for an individual. Even they have to get over now. That's the opposite of having you know four screaming kids running around. So uh, yeah, you know, you've exactly. kind of got one end or the other. But yeah. yeah, there's a learning curve there doing that as yeah. well.
6: Yeah, I mm-hmm. know. I I must be the odd man out because when I started to work from home with one of my positions, I was afraid because I was so used to the structure at work, uh-huh. and then I got home. And I missed the structure of work because I just kept working. <laughs> so I worked way more at home than in the office.
5: I contend to do the same thing. I will tell you this. If done correctly, there's less distraction at home than there is at yes. work, depending upon the workplace. Although I'm with you, Kat. I still think that for the majority of people, the 99%, by the way, I think the one percenters can work from home very efficiently, though. The non one percenters, they need that camaraderie people and people around people. them to keep things going. I think you yes.
8: need the structure as well. I mean. Agree. I you know, I mean it's very easy to say, Oh, I'll just go do that laundry or I'll just go, Oh yeah, right. well, you know, I'll oh, go yes, pop we into can, those dishes, yeah, I'll exa- go do this, exactly, I'll go do that. Exactly uh-huh. and just go and do that. And that's fine. I can talk when I'm on my Bluetooth or something like that. But it's just not, not the, the same. same. I think that focus just isn't there. Agree. And I think I think you're probably more productive if you agree. are in that office environment. And
6: I think folks will agree an in person meeting is significantly less painful than a zoom meeting
5: agree agree And yes. i think
6: i think you know i think
8: people since covid have missed that personal interaction as well I, I, you do get a lot more out of body language from somebody when you're trying it's to like, win win business as a company uh, compared right. to a text message or something on a zoom it's
5: like you guys trying to show a home virtual yeah it's, yeah. Not, exactly. the it's not the same sorry it's same just as not the same is yeah. it yeah, no, you not can at put all. as many things up as you want online. Great pictures and all the description you want, and so on. But there's something about physically being in the mm-hmm. home, hearing the surroundings.
6: You just gotta smell the home.
5: I mean, all of that becomes a factor that you can't get in a virtual setting, right?
6: Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And my husband, he he does golf clubs, but I think it applies here too. He says you can't measure feel.
5: True. Good point. Oh, that's a that's a really good saying. You can't measure feel. That's a good yeah. that's a that's a great statement. And that's very true when you're looking at homes.
8: Yes, I agree. There's
5: that's why yeah. frankly I'm a big believer. You've you know buying a home sight unseen, I just I, I've never done it. I don't think I ever could do it. I wanna know what are things like when you're there. What the what's the I call it the vibe or whatever you wanna call it. What's it like when you're inside the home?
8: Well, you don't you get a feel for how the home feels, as you're saying. But the other thing is uh how busy is the street? You know what does the street look like? Is the backyard private? Is it not private? I mean, that's because pictures be able don't able to always. See, in fact, sometimes in pictures photos, hide some of that. I mean,
6: pictures are they're meant great. to hide. Right? They're, yeah. they're supposed to put it yeah. in its its best, best light. light. Yeah. And the, Kat, you're exactly right. It's like right, those cards
8: you get from other realtors, and they look like forty years younger than when you meet them in person. <laughs> the realtor <laughs> like, picture. How long yeah, ago I'm was that picture taken?
5: <laughs> hey, I'm keeping mine. You can relate. I mean, come on. How
6: many? It's
8: just, a great you see, point.
6: And you just say, crikey,
8: how that long was that?
5: It's a great point.
6: <laughs> but yeah, but you got to know the neighborhood. You got to know where your, your yes. stuff is. And you can't do that.
5: Online no, or pictures
6: no. or anything else.
5: And, and, and by the way, I'm not. I'm laughing with you guys because you know exactly it's, what I yeah. mean. And I'm not trying to poke at anybody or any particular, you know, realtor or group or whatever. And to your point, Robin, pictures are in some cases meant to accentuate certain things or hide. Maybe other things that you don't really want everybody knowing, you want them there in the home first. And maybe they'll deal with that unsightly neighbor, Mm -hmm. you know, once they arrive. And if the home is cute enough and everything else works out, that unsightly neighbor is not a big issue. But I get what you're saying, because sometimes it's meant to hide those things as well, Mm -hmm. right?
6: Yeah. Oh, we've we've gone into several homes where, you know, where somebody's looking for the home and we go in. And it's like, I know where that picture was taken, right next to the big hole in the wall. You yeah, know, that right staircase yeah. was taken right above where the flooring is ripped out.
8: Well, and vert, you know, virtually staging as well. We had a property where we virtually staged it in the sense that it had there was a car next door that was on like on blocks or whatever. That's yeah. the word okay. I'm looking unblocks. for. And we had it virtually staged, so it took the car out of the shot, you know, so you didn't see it through the window when they were taking the picture, which is virtual staging. You declare it's virtual staging, but when you go to the house, you will see the car there, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has their creative ways. So that's why it's very important that you go in person to go see the property. Absolutely.
5: Makes sense. Yeah. What do you, What do you, along these lines, This is. these are things, by the way, we've never talked about with you guys as well. When it comes to that, you know, let's go. Let's look at the home. Let's walk through it. And you've got a situation like that where you're like, okay, we've taken something out, but yet it's there. How do you deal with that?
8: As in, what, what do you mean? As in,
5: you know, the person's going to see what's not in the picture. How does that get well? Where well, we
8: declare it on the picture, we say this picture has been virtually staged. Okay, and so they, they know it's been and, okay. they
6: know it's been changed okay. from and, what is
8: really so when there. When
5: they show up, they're Something's yeah. there that wasn't.
9: And yeah. A, a lot of times,
6: there. yeah, what we'll do is we'll put like the unstaged picture and then the stage picture next to it. So okay. you can get a feel for that. We would had one house that we did that way because it was empty and we had big easels in there as well. So you'd go to the empty room and then you would see all the pictures of how it could be used.
8: And, so, but- and the other thing of where you go in person as well, because you don't know what smells are in the house.
5: I just had somebody text. Said, a friend of mine was coming back to Colorado when we lived there and had found a perfect home in Castle Pines North. Asked me to drive past where there was an – put an offer inside unseen, but it backed to power lines. They never mentioned mm-hmm. that. None of the pictures, of course, showed the power lines, and neither did the realtor mention anything to them. Great example, by the way. Thank you that for that is. text message. That is a great message. example.
8: Yeah. yeah, great example. That's exactly
5: what we're talking about. So, yeah. again, folks, there's just something about – being there in person that no matter what the pictures say and, and I'm not against the picture taking and all that you have to have a good feel because sometimes from pictures you can also say oh ye, you know there's some things there that you can, I can already just tell that's not one I need to go drive to and see so I get it we need to, we need the pictures I'm not saying do away with those but there's something about being there that you can't replace
8: the pictures are great but I think you like being there in person you can definitely see those little things that you're not going to see the hidden things like do they have Seven Cujo dogs next door who are barking right. when you, every time you go into your backyard. Is there a, a strange smell from the drain or something like that? You know, or or we were, prime example, the cars on the trucks. Does that bother you? You know, some people they're not bothered by things like that. Some people, people the power lines don't re- bother. Other uh, people it exactly. does. Exactly. We had a client. They bought a house and it had the power lines, and they were okay. They bought it, but it does reduce your resell. Sort of.
5: You can. Number I, no, of people yes. because
8: some people do have issues with my that. last house yeah. in
5: in Bo- that I sold in Boulder. It was about oh, I don't know three hundred yards or some big you know high power lines and never bothered me any. Yeah, when it was out really humid out, you could kind of hear them singing along. Wasn't a big deal. Never bothered me at all. But we had one particular showing where somebody came through and said, "Well, everything's great and all the feng shui is great." Yes, literally was using those terms. The feng shui wa- the feng shui was great. Except the power lines threw all of that, I guess, off. I don't oh, I, yes. I don't know about yes. feng shui, don't care, it didn't matter to me, but yeah. so perfect yeah. example yeah. where yes, they can sometimes be a factor.
6: Yeah. I mean I, I think I think the way pictures should be used is consider pictures an invitation to want to learn more.
5: Good idea. It's to entice. Like it's, yes. a, it's a yeah. marketing
8: tool to entice people it's to not want the deal. to get a a showing, and and there from there they yep. will, um, then they will decide whether it's you know what yep. they can let go, what they can live with, Makes what sense. they can't live with, that sort of thing. I mean, it's no different to like, you know, you have a house that has a great mountain view at the at the back of it, and then you walk outside and there's. The I 25 running between you and the Mountain View. I mean, that, you know, that's a factor. I mean, that's yeah. another
6: classic example,
8: yeah. isn't it? And for um, some that
5: are coming from Southern California where they may have already backed up to a freeway, it may not make a Hello Beans bit of difference. But to others, that's a big deal.
6: Yeah. Now, yeah. that being said, we have done virtual sales. And what we've done is we've actually gone into the house live face time FaceTime.
5: yeah and there you go
6: you know what's what's great you know anyone that looks at our listings hears cat's beautiful voice on the tour we do a, a tour video but she'll go through it and she'll say yeah you know this is really great but here's something i want to point out to you that you got to be aware of and she's she's yeah, that's incredibly good. Yeah. thorough with that that's good yeah Yeah, I do point
5: out a lot of things. That's that's good. That's good. So we
8: have some long
5: distance. No, no, no. no, no, But, you know, I want somebody to be sure. Like I say to them,
8: I say to them, you know what? It's not my money. It's your money. And you have to live with it. As (laughs) a buyer, I would
5: rather have you do that than the other. So, no, no, there's nothing wrong. Okay. How do they get a hold of you if they want to do some of these things, by the way?
6: 720 437 8210.
5: All right. Folks, again, KNR Home Transitions. You hear me talk about it a lot. Two realtors for the price of one. I also always add, don't forget about the, the re-up program. If you want to know more about that, you got to call. They'll walk you through how that works. Ultimately, short short scenario here, or, or the short sentence for this, I should say, is it will get you more money out of your house now that may need some remodeling done, and they can walk you through and tell you how to do all that. That's the best way for me to say that, right?
6: Perfect. Absolutely. You can
5: capitalize and make more money at the end of the day. k and Home Transitions, again, ladies, always joy. Thank you. It's a I always have a lot of fun when you're here. Always yeah, laugh. We enjoy it's good. it, too. So appreciate it very much. Again, folks, anything you need, please give them a call. If you forget any of those numbers, go to the website, either RushToReason.com or KLZRadio.com. You can find them there as well. How some of this coincides as well to your financial end of things. That's where Golden Eagle Financial, especially when it comes to re-up and maximizing maybe that last sale. Give Al a call. He'll help you with all of that as well. Al Smith. 303-744-1128.
3: Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is so certain he can help you plan your retirement, he'll buy you dinner just for the opportunity to meet with you. If you have investable assets and need your portfolio analyzed for volatility, performance, and personal and professional expenses, you need Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al has been in this business for over 30 years and his listeners on KLZ trust him implicitly with their own retirement plan performance. With the economy making things more difficult by the day, you need someone to make sure that you're on the most efficient path to stretch out your investment risk and ensure that your goals are still in sight. For a limited time, Al is offering a free dinner to those who have investable assets and who want to re-evaluate their retirement plan. Just go to klgradio.com money today to make a no-strings-attached appointment to come meet with Al and have dinner on him investment advisory services offered through brookstone capital management llc a registered investment advisor bcm and golden eagle financial limited are independent of each other insurance products and services are not offered through bcm but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents the hot temps around the denver
0: metro area are just getting hotter and extreme auto repair wants you and your vehicle to stay cool When the heat outside swelters, you are at a much higher risk of your engine overheating and failing, leaving you stranded and waiting on a tow. You know to check your coolant frequently, but did you know that low engine oil can also cause your engine to overheat faster? This is especially important in the mountains where your car is driven much harder than on flat ground. Simple things like regular oil changes done on time with Extreme Auto Repair can help protect your engine and keep you safe. In the harsh and ever-changing Colorado weather, it's important to make sure that your car is always in tip-top shape. And Extreme Auto Repair will help you make that happen. Appointments are required for services and inspection. So to schedule your visit to Extreme Auto Repair, go to klzradio.com extreme today.
10: With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, We here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCo.com to keep your roof ready forever Colorado throws its way.
9: Alan Davis knows that renting electricity from Excel Energy and other power providers will cost you more and more every year. The new solar energy financial incentives are exciting because they allow a homeowner who has good sunlight on the roof of their home to pay much less for their electricity versus renting that electricity from the power company. Now there's a push to install smart meters in Colorado homes too. And that means in addition to the huge annual power bill increases, will have even more to pay due to the smart meter rollout. That is on top of the fact that most power companies in Colorado have dramatically increased their annual power bills far past the normal historical annual increases. Now, it's common to see 15 to 20% annual increases if you continue to rent your electricity from the power companies. Typically, those who get solar installed pay about two-thirds less than they were going to pay the power company over the next 25 years. That's money back in your pocket and you get to determine your electricity future. Call Alan Davis now at 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537.
0: This is an encore of Rush to Reason with John Rush on KLZ 560.
5: All right, welcome back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Always have a good time, by the way, with the ladies from KNR Home Transitions. And again, I say it and I mean it. Two realtors for the price of one, and you can just tell from listening, not only are they very honest, but very helpful as well as to what you should be looking at when you're buying and or selling a home, and they'll take the stress out of that, partly because they're just a lot of fun to be around, and I mean that sincerely. So, ladies, thank you. We'll have them with us again for Fix It Radio on Saturday morning as well. So, if you have time to listen in Saturday morning, uh, we'd love to have you. And you can ask some questions even Saturday morning if you got some questions for them directly. All right, my thoughts on from the weekend, Lauren Boebert. Andy and I talked a little bit about this on Friday, mainly because it was in the news, and I had mentioned it a little bit last week as well because we heard the news last week. And more time lapses you f- hear and see more things, and she's even come out with another apology for what happened over the weekend. Now, what I wanted to address today was just some of the folks that I've seen out there, some of the folks on our side, by the way. The other side, you know, I don't care. It's, it's the other side. You know, the hardcore lefties, they're going to think what they think and take shots at her no matter what she's doing. This one, there have been shots taken from all sides now. Now, there's also been some defense from folks on our side, and I want to address some of those. Not because I'm against Lauren by any stretch of the imagination. Charlie even mentioned this to me uh, late Friday night. If this had been anybody other than Lauren, would the tapes have even been released? Hard to say. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. If this had been the mayor of Denver and he had done something along these lines, would, would these things have been released? Now, he's a guy, not a girl, but you understand what I'm saying. If he... If he would have been, or, or Dinah to get, any other female from the other side of the aisle, had they been in the same situation, would they had released those tapes? I, I yeah, yeah, so quickly even. I don't know, folks. I, I don't have the answer to that. Probably not. Probably not. And there's been some folks from our side that have even said, you know, I don't really see this being a huge deal. And again, if it had been somebody from the other side, would it have been the same scenario? Probably not. But here's the situation. We're not the other side. She's not on the other side. And not giving a pass to the other side by any stretch of the imagination. But does the other side promote the same quote-unquote values that our side does? No, they don't. And therein lies the problem. And and I'm, I'm by the way, I'm not attacking Lauren. What she does in her private time, you know, so be it. And I personally, I think even Andy has more of an issue with what she wore. I frankly don't. You know, wear what you want. I don't care. I mean, was it a little risque and was it different than everybody else was wearing? Yes. I will also say this, though. Should it have been? You're going to a place. Should other people have dressed up? Yes, they should. That's a whole nother topic that... I might get into later in the show because there's some things coming down from the Senate on what the Senate folks can wear on the floor. So I'll probably get into some of that anyways, because frankly, I think more people should have been dressed up, maybe not as as risque as Lauren. And risque maybe isn't the right word. She was wearing a party dress. Should more people be dressed in that manner going to an event like that? I will tell you, yes, that's a whole nother topic. I don't think most people dress up enough. I think more people should. So I'm more on her side on that than anything else. Now, her falling out of the dress, well, falling out of it was partially because of the behavior happening when she was there. The dress itself wasn't the issue. It was what was going on in the dress that was the issue. Let me say it that way. I don't have a problem with the dress. I'll be be straight up honest. Not a problem for me. It was more of what was going on in and around the dress that became a problem. And why, frankly, she had to keep adjusting and pulling up and so on it had things been going as they should have that wouldn't have been an issue and even as you're walking out and the behavior of and because you're having to walk out in haste and so on and so forth sure that makes for some uncomfortable settings which again had she been there and acted normal i don't think the dress would have ever been an issue i'll just straight up say it I'll, i'll go there I don't know if anybody else has. I don't listen to what everybody else has to say. don't care what everybody else has to say. But had she been acting normal and as a normal playgoer goes, none of this would have been an issue. You would have never found out anything. She wouldn't have been ejected or asked to leave. The vaping thing would have never been brought up. And frankly, no one would know the difference. I'm not sure most people there would have even known who she was had she not behaved in the manner that she did. Now, a lot of you are giving her a pass because if it'd been anybody else on the other side of the aisle, it wouldn't have been an issue. Well, be maybe, maybe not. That I can't I can't answer because I don't know. This isn't the other side. It's our side. So, again, I'm I'm not giving her a pass and you all know my feelings on Lauren from other situations that have come up even this show. And I have my own issues with when it comes to Lauren has nothing to do with that night. And I'll give her a pass on the dress. Others won't. I will. Now the behavior and what was going on, and the flipping off of people as you're leaving, and so on. No, none of that is acceptable. She did make an apology for that, and like some others, even on our side of the aisle, have said, "Will this affect her rerunning, you know, her her reelection campaign in 2024?" Andy says yes. I fortunately think there's enough time to potentially get around all of this, and she's doing a good job at this point of doing so with the apology and so on. Will it be enough? That I don't know. Andy says otherwise, I don't know. I'm not an expert in that area. Andy's more of an expert on reelection campaigns and that than I am. I think there's enough time to get around it. If she does enough other things correctly to do so. Andy and I will talk more about that part of it tomorrow, but I'll just go on record as saying, does the dress bother me? No. Did the behavior in the dress bother me? Yes. Outside of that, had she not been kicked out, would anybody even known about the dress and what was being, you know, what was going on and so on? Probably not. It was the behavior of and the fact that she really ticked somebody off around her that she got ejected, that this all became an issue in the first place. Had none of that happened. Would we even know about the dress or even seen the video? No, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have. Now, does she get more scrutiny than someone else going to the play? Yes, you're a public figure. Running for Congress. Even I wouldn't get the same scrutiny that she gets because I'm not in an elected position. Am I right in saying that, Charlie? Even I am. Even though I'm somewhat a public figure, I'm not going to get the same scrutiny that she gets. Frankly, most people out there don't care about John Rush. Y- yeah, and they don't even know what I look like. Yeah, good point, Charlie. They don't even know who I am. Do, do they in her case? Now, I'll also go here and say this. Did everybody there know who she was? Probably not until she said so. Now, I don't know exactly what was said. There's rumors that she said, do you know who I am? I'm on the board, blah, 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 blah. Was that really said? I don't know. I cannot verify that. I will say this. That would have been the last thing I said leaving there. When you're getting thrown out of a place, the last thing you want to be known as is someone that they should know. (laughs) I'll just be straight up honest. You should have just left and not said a word, oh, I'm really sorry, we'll leave, goodbye. Even then, I'm not sure people today would have known the extent of it. When you start throwing around who you are, that makes it worse, not better. Does that make sense? Am I saying that, Charlie, in the right way? You're not helping yourself when you're throwing your name around. You should have just quietly left. Because then, chances are, most people around may, you know, believe it or not, there's a lot of people around that don't know who the representatives are. And don't care, and and it's yeah. Charlie says, and it's dark. Don't don't forget that. So at the end of the day, throwing your name around is not helping you. It's actually making it worse. So I'll leave it at that. Those are my thoughts from the weekend. She did apologize. I'll give her kudos for that. She still has a lot of damage control to take care of from this point moving forward, though. That I will also say. Mark Mix is going to be joining us here in a moment. We're going to talk about the strike. That is now going on from the UAW, and I predict, I said this on Saturday's Drive Radio, I predict the strike goes many, many weeks, if not the entire six to eight. We'll see. We'll see what Mark has to say as well. Hi-Fi plumbing is next. A lot of you are getting ready for winter. I know I spent a lot of time this weekend doing the same thing. If you need any plumbing things taken care of, High Five can do that and upgrade things for you as well. Find them at klzradio.com or call direct, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE.
4: High 5 Plumbing knows that trees in your yard can wreak havoc on your pipes, and they can fix the problem for good. Tree root intrusion occurs because the roots in your yard are naturally attracted to the moisture provided by your sewer lines. As the roots grow closer to your sewer system, the water inside functions like a fertilizer, causing them to pierce the lines, creating huge leaks and major obstructions. High Five uses a six month drain treatment that has been proven effective against tree roots in an environmentally friendly process. High Five can use herbicides, hydro jetting and augers to make sure that the root system is cleared and the tree stays healthy. And when you are a High Five Club member, the inspection is free. Your appointment is priority and you don't pay the service fee. You got slow drains, gurgling toilets or smell sewage outside your home. Call High Five for this at 877 we 5 Or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing today. I want you to know that there are similarities between wearing glasses and estate planning, even if they're not the same thing. Glasses help you see things more clearly, and an estate plan, done with me, helps you see more clearly where your stuff is going to go in the future. Glasses can help you drive better, but if you wear your estate plan on your face while you're driving, nah, that could be disastrous. I got my glasses when I was 12. You probably don't need an estate plan if you're 12, but if you're over the age of 18 and have a car, clothes, or a nice pair of glasses, you need an estate plan. The state will tie your assets up in probate for years if you don't have an estate plan, and it gives you the peace of mind that your family won't have to fight to execute your will. You don't need me to get glasses, but you do need me to write a customized, comprehensive plan for you. Contact me at klzradio.com estate today to see your future clearly.
0: When Dustin at Genesis 1-3 Electric started his business, he knew how important it was to build a legacy through family values. He saw other companies missing critical components like quality, communication, and most of all, building a respectful and loyal team. If you read any of their 113 five-star reviews on Google, you will see that his family's commitment makes for extremely satisfied customers who have become lifelong patrons of Genesis 1-3 Electric. Dustin and his team take the sting out of a potentially bad situation by partnering with you as an extension of his family, treating you with respect and thoughtfulness. They communicate throughout your appointment with GPS trackers, phone calls, and text messages. And his staff is friendly and accessible for follow-ups as needed. The legacy that Dustin and the team at Genesis 13 3 Electric are leaving is one of faith, family, and a job done right the first time. Reach out to Dustin for your appointment at klzradio.com slash light today. You're listening to an encore segment of Rush to Reason with John Rush on KLZ 560.
5: All right, we are back. Mark Mix, as I said a moment ago, joining us now. Mark, how are you today?
2: Well, John, I'm doing great. I want you to know that uh, I've got my tie on, I've got a suit <laughs> coat on, and I'm prepared to be on the Rush for Reason show, Rush for Reason show with John. You okay? are always I awesome,
5: my Mark. <laughs> I got too. Lo- yeah. I love That's having nice. you on. A because you're, you know, you're just a great guy, and and we always banter back and forth and have a great time. So, n- number one, thank you for listening prior to you coming on, so you know what we were talking about. But beyond that, and I did say this a moment ago, and you heard me say this, I think this strike from the UAW is not something that will be brief.
2: Well, uh, you may be right about that, John. You know, we're we're seeing kind of some implications develop over the, the just last 24 hours where we've got a facility out in Kansas where 2,000 workers are going to be idled. Um, We've got the 600 Ford workers that are being idled because they're they're relying on the parts that are coming from the three units that that they've announced a strike on. We've got an announcement from a company, a Tier 1, Tier 2 supplier that's laying off 291 workers in Michigan because they are supplying parts that are going to those places that are shut down. You know, the union's got $825 million in the strike fund. They've saved that up instead of, uh, you know, making it available to workers and helping them uh, in the course of building that up. That basically lasts for, to your point, six to eight weeks, I suspect, yep.
5: right? Yeah, I know that, and, yeah. and I think that's really been – pretty resound uh message i should say that's a resound message from the leader of the uaw and i don't even want to give that guy credit so i'm not even going to say his name but he is a known marxist communist he is against capitalism mark he doesn't care how long this lasts and as you know the union for everybody listening please hear me out on this they're asking for a 40 percent increase in wages to start with plus other concessions mark these are things that that flat out the companies can't afford and they've already offered by the way pretty good um counter offered of around 15 to 17 percent in most cases it depends on which one of the three we're talking bottom line mark 40 percent is just unreasonable
2: yeah and they want to reduce the work week by eight hours as Uh, well. there you thank you for that one yeah 32
5: hours thank you for that as well thanks i was i i should have said that along with that and i didn't thank you for correcting me
2: Yeah, no, no. You know that's the kind of a demand that uh, I think everybody listening understands what that does to the cost of a of an automobile to the consumer, which ultimately is going to end up being affected by this. But you know, John, it really is interesting. He, this guy, the 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 UAW, the new UAW president, got he's got to prove himself because you know the last regime that was at the UAW, two past presidents went to jail for extortion and stealing workers' money. And so he's got to kind of clear the table of all that and show just how tough he is in kind of the fashion of Walter Ruther. Um, you know, you go back to those days when it was, you know, our way or the highway, a zero sum game. And John, you know that these these negotiations are not zero sum. No. And I'm not going to stand up for Ford and GM and Stellantis. I'm not going to stand up for them either. But the bottom line is, the these demands are exorbitant. And Stellantis just came back with what I believe was a twenty twenty one percent offer. Wow, that's higher than what I'd seen the last rate. time
5: I saw it was around fifteen sixteen percent or so, maybe even close to seventeen. So that's huge, Mark.
2: Yeah, at 21%. But, the, you know, interesting, John, one of the, the back story here, we go all the way back to the Obama years when GM and, and then Chrysler went bankrupt and the taxpayers bailed them out. And if you remember all that, some of the concessions that were made and demanded by the Obama administration are some of the things that are on the table now, like the cost of living increases, the COLAs that they're asking for. Back then, inflation wasn't a problem, but now Joe Biden and the government has spent so much money that inflation does matter. Yep. That's right. When you have a five-year contract that That's can't right. be reopened for salary increases, they've lost money over the last five years. And so, you know, their demands in the sense of, of a 17.5% inflation rate since Biden got into office, or the cost of living increase, excuse me, um, that matters to those folks, and I get that. But then also layer on top of the forced electric vehicle direction that right. the Biden administration is taking them. I mean, 30% less parts. 30 to 40% less labor, there's going to be a lot of rank-and-file union members that are going to go on the unemployment line,
5: right? Yeah, the question I had for you, and again, for everybody listening, Mark is our Right to Work expert. He is actually president of National Right to Work Committee, 2.8 million member public policy organization. And Mark and his organization, we've heard from you guys many, many times, where you help individual workers where something has gone awry with the union. The union is really bullying these particular workers in a lot of cases. And Mark, you guys go in and represent and help those individual workers. Or some of those being right here in Colorado in the past.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and the the issues that were in play in Colorado at King Supers were those workers that crossed the picket line and then were immediately fined by the mm-hmm. union for working. And so we helped a bunch of King Super employees up there basically litigate against the union, try to get out of these fines that were. Uh, that were levied against them. And so we put out a special notice to United Auto Workers Union members and uh, those folks that work for 4 GM and Chrysler saying, look, if you're going to do this, if you want to cross the picket line, which is a very difficult situation, you need to do it right. Because like King Supers and like other employees at right. Verizon and Caterpillar and other right, places right. Goodyear that were fined literally tens of thousand dollars for working, they need to get it right. And the foundation's here with our 20 staff attorneys ready to mm. help those workers make sure they dot the I and cross the T if they want to, Go back to
5: work. Knowing everything you said a moment ago about the, the, how should I say this? The transition that's happening in the automotive world. Some of it is by design. A little bit of it is is the economic side of it. You know, it's it's a demand from the consumers. A lot of it is being pushed by the current administration. When we talk about the shift to EVs and so on, and, and frankly, other than Tesla, most of these companies, if not all aren't making any money in that transition. So the question I have for you, given that you're closer to this on the union side than I am, is this going to be a situation where those manufacturers, knowing they've got to cut their cost to be competitive on the EV side, because Tesla is a non-union shop, if you would, a non-union manufacturer, are they going to use this as a way to break the union, if, if so? I mean, is that even a possibility?
2: Well, I don't know about that, John. You know, GM, Ford, and Stellantis used to be Chrysler. They, I think, they. Probably like the fact that every five years they sit down with a bargaining team from the other side and they they set the standards for every employee and they don't have to worry about who's good, who's bad, who's mediocre. They just say this is what it's going to be, and you get your pay raise when you get another year under your belt and seniority. We bump the young guy to get to the, the old guy or whatever gal. I need to be careful there, right, obviously. Right. But uh, but you know the, the the idea of you negotiating a contract like that and not having to worry about basically evaluating individuals on their work product or whether they show up to work. I think it was Chrysler and Stellantis that announced that they had like a 23% of absenteeism statistic just over the last year. Mm. I mean, those things, you know, small companies can't operate that way. So I don't know what Ford, GM, and Stellantis are going to do, although, you know, if this light, if this strike lasts six to eight weeks or goes the duration, as you predict, you know, there's going to be a lot of folks out there that are making $500 a week on strike pay, which is about a third of what they would make on the job. And right now, about 13,000 of them are taking it on the chin for the rest of them who are still working, getting the full paycheck. Mm. But as I think the, the, the plan of the UAW top unit officials is to escalate this and increase the leverage every step of the way. Yep. We're starting to see that. I think we're going to see more of it tomorrow and next week okay. and the week after if it goes on that long.
5: Well, and this is one of those things where we we'll keep watching this. Mark may have you back sooner than later just given the situation. I will say this. I said this on my, my car show on Saturday. Bottom line, and I mean this sincerely for everybody listening. I want to get Mark's take. If you've been in a position where you've needed to do something on a car, new or used, mark my advice to folks is: if you've got the ability and you can buy that car today or even within the next week or so, I would do so because prices on cars aren't coming down anytime soon.
2: I think you're absolutely right about that, and my wife who broke the glass or the plastic coating on her. On her headlight assembly, uh, on a 2018 Volvo XC90, I got a quote from the Volvo dealer, $3,005.64 yep. with the computer yep. program included a, at a value of $149. Yep. My goodness. Yep. Buy your car now.
5: <laughs> yep. Yeah, you're not going to see things go down because no matter what happens, even if there's a settlement between the 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 low end and the high end, Mark, You know prices are going up, and even the non-union shops, Toyota, Honda, Nissan, Tesla, Rivian, Mazda, Subaru, Hyundai, Kia, Volkswagen, I don't think I missed anybody, even all of those folks. Believe me, if they're going to get an opportunity to raise prices because the other big three come back in with a higher rate, if you think for one second, Mark, they're going to keep prices low, you're crazy. They're going to take advantage of that.
2: I think you're right and and that's unfortunate because it seems like the cost of everything goes up but you know you get a you ask for a 40% raise with a 32-hour worker each increased pay in reduced productivity there's no question what happens to the price that's of right. the object it that's, that's
5: Exactly different. right yeah. Yep Okay, we'll have you back again. Keep me, you know, keep me abreast, Mark. I'll be, as you know, as a car guy, I'll be watching this closely as well. But uh, something changes, you want to get right back on? Please let me know. This is big news; it's going to affect everybody, literally, because as we know, transportation is a huge cost for us across the country for every individual listening. So, yeah, something changes, let me know. We'll get you right back on.
2: That's right. Now wear my tie and my suit coat. Okay, All right, Mark. Thanks, Appreciate
5: you, man, very much. What's the yeah. website, folks, right. can go to to find you, Mark?
2: Yeah, nrtw.org, nrtw.org.
5: Mark, appreciate you, as always. Thanks. Have a great night. And again, Mark Mix, he is, again, the president of the National Right to Work Committee, and we'll be watching this one closely to see what happens. And if you're anybody that's involved or has even family that might be involved in this and you want some representation, Mark's organization is the place to call. Again, go right to the website, National Right to Work Committee. You heard the website mentioned there. We'll have all that up in our links tonight as well Canner home transitions you heard the ladies a little earlier if you're looking to take the stress out of buying or selling a home give them a call today find them at klz Radio.com.
7: You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. K&R Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUP to do it all for you. ReUP will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it, sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. K&R knows your market. They know what sells, and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210.
0: Premier Home Remodels is the full-service remodeling company for your individual needs. Remodeling your home does not have to involve tearing down your entire house or even half of your home. Premier Home Remodels will work with you on any remodeling idea you have, regardless of the size, as they want to build long-term relationships with all their customers. They can help you complete a small remodel now, even if it is only your kitchen cabinets, while assisting you in planning for the future home you want, when you want it. Premier Home Remodels will guide you to your end home goal and will incrementally work with you towards your dream home. With Premier Home Remodels over 50 collective years of experience, they can handle any size remodeling project. And they want to earn your trust by offering a free consultation and evaluation so you can decide together what is best for your home. To start the conversation for your home remodel, go to klzradio.com remodel.
1: Father and son, Doug and Hunter, and the team at Cub Creek Heating and AC know what good old-fashioned integrity means. They've been in business since 1997, and they approach service the same way they did when they started. They look at every job like it's their own home because they always want to be sure they can sleep at night with a clear conscience. They don't go for upsells. They give you options, and you can decide what's right for you. Cub Creek breaks down your charges in an itemized list while they're in your home to avoid surprises. That's why when people want a second opinion on their HVAC needs, they call Doug and Hunter at Cub Creek Heating and AC. And most importantly, Doug and Hunter are not only technicians, they are craftsmen, and they take incredible pride in their work. That's why they're proud exclusive Rheem Heating and Cooling Pro Partners. Contact Doug and Hunter of Cub Creek Heating and AC today by going to klzradio.com HVAC.
11: Paul Leuenberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewenberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789.
0: This is an encore of Rush to Reason with John Rush on KLZ 560.
5: All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Craig and Wheatridge got a few minutes left of this hour. Go ahead, sir.
12: Yeah, John. I know the, the big three automakers have all bought into the EV movement of going and thinker. And I'm trying to wrap my head around. You may have covered this on Saturday, so I apologize if you did. Um, the idea of the auto workers union striking at this particular time, demanding as much as 40 percent pay raise
7: mm-hmm.
12: when when. Ford, for example, I guess is losing money on all their EVs, and the only money they're making on are their gasoline-powered vehicles,
5: ice engine vehicles. Yes, that's correct. And by the way, I feel that's partially where they're going to leverage this strike, is because the union knows that they can build a lot of the EVs robotically and not have as much, you know, union participation, if you would quote unquote. Uh, they need the union, you know, they need union workers to build ice cars, which is where their money's at.
12: Okay, and in doing so, I mean, like. I've read this Jim Farley, the CEO yep. of Ford. Yep. Okay, does he not? Is he not a little bit concerned that they could be causing Ford themselves to go out of business, to where we only have the, the imports: Honda, Toyota, Kia, Hyundai. That the big three. You know, because some of those other car makers are not union, correct?
5: Most of them are not. I read all I read all those off to everybody a moment ago, and that's pretty much the rest of the car companies there are very you know very few of the rest of them are unionized
12: okay, so haven't the unions caused themselves problems like this before back in the seventies Oh when yes the imports were in the u s oh yes and they basically led to their own demise. Do they not see this? Have they not seen this before?
5: This guy running was- the union now, Craig does not. Care, and I mean that with all sincerity. He is a devout Marxist communist that does not care about capitalism and whether or not he destroys those companies. He does not care.
12: Well, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, if they're losing money in the electric vehicles, yet they're going full bore with it. And, you know, I'm, I'm reading articles where, you know, a lot of the very economical, like I have a little Ford Fiesta, mm-hmm. great little car. Okay, they don't make it anymore. You can find them on the used car market, which, you know, with the, the shutdown of production on these newer vehicles, of course your used vehicle market's going to continue yep. to go up. That's correct.
5: Not. You're no, you are I said that on Saturday. That part I did cover fairly well, uh Craig that yes, uh, given the The market, given the atmosphere of the market, I'll find out more from Josh at Ridgeline this Thursday. I talked to him on Thursdays, and he'll let me know how the auctions are looking. But my gut feeling is you're not going to see prices decrease.
12: Yeah, and so so what about the auto workers themselves? Uh, Do they feel like this labor leader of theirs has their best interests in mind, or is he going to help them lose their jobs?
5: Well, and I'm guessing that a lot of these union workers have drank the Kool-Aid. You have got to remember that a hardcore UAW worker that's been there for a long time uh, probably sees this as this is what's owed to me, and he doesn't care. I mean, he he doesn't care what the union boss says. I you
12: mean, know, this sounds eerily similar to when Greece was saying,
5: mm-hmm.
12: you, know, you, you know, people that are on sub, you know government subsidies are going to have to reduce yep. the amount of subsidy. You, you're getting because our government is bankrupt. You're correct. If you lower your freebies, if you want to... Yep, that's right. No better, then you will have no
5: freebies. That's right. You're right. So uh, Craig, I'll, you you just said it all. I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. You are spot on. We'll probably come back and talk a little bit more about that later in the show, so stay tuned. Michael Franzese is supposed to join me next. We'll talk to him, and he is a ex-Mafia boss. We'll talk to him as well here at the top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.
0: presentation of Rush to Reason with John Rush on KLZ
7: 56